Oh, you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that that decision is not always to be. So I have to do what I have to do. stay my hand to be content. And I know how to be an absent. And I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and be hungry, both to all abound and to suffer me. I can do all things to Christ. Nevertheless, you have done well that you have shared in my distress. Now, where did you get that from? You said, hey, once and again for my necessity. Not that I seek the fear, but that I seek the fruit that abounds to your Indeed, I have all about it, and I am fully of heaven to see that. And yet, after that, the thing that sent from, from you, the sweet smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well, please, and to God. And my God shall supply all of you according to his riches in order to God. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. 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 So I thank God 
already led us. Thank you to the choir. Thank you to the musicians. It's good to see you all. It's just good to be in the house. We're going to praise him. And I know that's not perfect. That's, you know, that's part of it. You're not going to have a perfect perfect life in there. you got God, you have the joy that you've been talking about. Let's do this. Let's stand up. We're going to greet one another, okay? Um, look, you don't know where folks at. So you don't know if this smack or this handshake is going to be the thing that comes to get these folks to. So we're going to stand up just for a few moments and greet one another. <coughs> Excuse me, but the smile. Now, look, if you don't feel like smiling, you raise your hand. And when I'll come, I'll come sit next to you. Amen?
yeah. talking about that grace, Father God, that took us through that stormy Mondays and that grace that took us through the rocky Tuesdays and that grace that just covered us all around on that Thursday we just didn't want to wake up. We just didn't have no strength, Father God, but you gave us that. And we want to thank you, Father God. Allow our pastor this morning, Father God, to reach deep down in the bowels of our world. And, and bring a word, Father God, to another nation, Father God. One might say, What must I do to be saved? Thank you for his family that surrounds him, Father God. Thank you for each and and when the last word has been said, Father God, the last sermon's been preached, and the last prayer's been prayed, we ask that you give it somewhere, somewhere in the Holy Kingdom that we may be out here. Anyway, oh, if I had wings like a dove, I'd fly in
God, we pray you. Bless us. We're praying right now, God, we should. We're praying right now, God. Even down the way our hearts and minds to you. Father God, we want to take another step in front of Thank you for this. We need you, Father God. We thank you for the visitation of the Holy Spirit that's going on. God, we pray for fresh justice. We need you. We need you now, God, when we do. So, God, we need this place. We're praying. Something saved. It will encourage us to press on just a little while. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for your scripture. So, God, we're praying. We're praying even now that the hearts and the minds of your people to move to higher grounds. We thank you for how you move in this portion of us. Thank you, God, for the songs that have been sung, prayers that have been prayed. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to offer. We thank you for the children's message, Father God. We thank you for the call to worship. We thank you, Father God, for all those that lay you together. God, we stand ready to hear you. Touch Touch like you've never touched Move through us like you've never touched be so careful to keep you See the sunset we have I just believe even now that God is working miracles. We lie to the people. And I'm believing that out of this service, somebody is going to make a make a commitment. Join this idea. I believe that in this service, some of us are going to have a better idea of his will for our lives. Amen. We don't do this just to do it. I mean, we don't don't even come here just to hear me. We need God's God's hand upon us. Anything else is just an organization. We can be a club. Don't be a club, we can be a club. God has called us to be. Church. Living stones. So we thank God. This will be the last series, if you will, the last sermon in the season. Living life without limits. Without limits. We've had a good look at this letter to those Christians in Philippi. We're going to look at the fourth chapter. If you will. Stand, stand with me. Philippians, the fourth chapter, verses 6 Philippians 4, 6 I'm grateful for so many. Thank you for your sacrifice. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes to make this thing go on Sunday morning. 
thank you. God God continues to touch people and touch hearts. Philippians 4, in verses 6 through 10, some of this should be familiar. If this is oppression that you have, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is any thing praiseworthy, meditate to see on this. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. The God of peace will be with you. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, and now that you're at last your care for me has flourished with me. For you surely did care, but you lacked the opportunity to be here. And you might have lessons to read and hold and it didn't find you. A garden, a garden heart, a peaceful love. Garden heart, a peaceful love. In 1987, the organization known as Partnership for a Drug-Free America launched a campaign in these United States of America. The launch included three televised public service announcements. The series of commercials featured characters displaying an egg being cracked and cooked in a frying pan or being slammed against the pan. The commercials were meant to suggest that the effect of drug, drugs on the brain was equivalent to a hot frying pan and an egg being cracked. Many my age or older can remember the catchphrase from those commercials. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And while this is not a dare class, I do believe the picture is relevant to our lesson today. The producers were arguing that mind-altering drugs leave the mind vulnerable and ultimately can lead to physiological and physical concerns or even death. This passage in which we find our lesson argues that the mind and the heart were left unguarded when Satan's attacks and led down a path in which there is physical and physiological concerns, spiritual emptiness, and ultimately, no peace. Not the lasting peace that Jesus talks about with the disciples when preparing to leave his earthly ministry. He said that there is peace I give to you, not as the world has given it. So do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Yeah. Super top, there is a difference in the peace that salvation offers and what the world promises. Paul admits, and, and, and you are a Bible student, that suffering a few 
few moments, if you will. So Paul admits that in the 12th uh, verse of the same chapter that he's learned to live in content. Yeah. Or more. This learning assumes that one does not gain his contentment. This learning to live in whatever state you find yourself separates those that merely survive in life and those that flourish in the midst of it. Jesus has made it clear that he has come to the world where we would have life and life in the Paul, my friends, has learned the secret of living in every situation. Every circumstance, he's learned that it comes with a fixed mind. The problem for most of us is that we've been after peace that the world has offered us. And we have learned and are learning that peace is artificial. We're learning that that peace, if you will, is phony. And we're learning that that peace is temporary, if, if at all. Paul is telling those in Philippi that I've learned a few things about being content. He said, I've learned that because I've learned a few things about God's peace. I write to you, and you do know the story. Paul, Paul says, I write to you from the jail, but I write rejoicing. He said, I've learned, I've learned about peace. He said, I can tell you about being joyful amid chains around jealousy. Surrounded by enemies, because I've learned something about oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Just, just for a moment, I want to this idea of peace, a guarded heart, a peaceful, a peaceful What have you learned, Paul? We talked about this peace. What, what have you learned? Oh, Paul, Paul says, he says, I, I've learned that the peace comes. To those that are first and those that are gracious. Look in, look in says. Paul says this. He says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known. Paul Paul says if you if you want peace, and maybe I should not assume you think we do want peace. I mean we do want a tranquility. We we do want a calmness in the midst of life. Yeah. We should we should yearn yearn for that. When I look and I see folks that that love confusion, I get away from it. Especially when you start getting by my age, you should want to You should want some peace. You should want to stand I just wanted to hold the place just to make sure that we are on Paul says, he says, this speech right here, it comes to those that Saints, if we want peace, we need a prayerful We need a prayerful dispensation. We need, we need to move in prayer. In, in the Sunday school class, uh, Reverend Alfred talked about uh, some of the movements of some of the older saints. Yeah. We don't have And we talked about how they had movements that made, if you will, in Scripture. Yeah. They had a prayerful disposition. 
Now, the problem with a lot of us is that we want to appear spiritual. Everybody see our crosses. We want everybody see our, our big old Bibles. We want everybody to, to know our truth. Amen. Yeah, that's not what Paul is talking about. He's saying you need to you need to move praying. And if you want peace, you better, you better learn how Look, look. I'm learning that it's it's impossible to pray and hate. Yeah. It's impossible to be nasty and pray. It's impossible to even worry and be in prayer. A lot of us were rested with peace. We we're rested with this lack of tranquility in our life. And we don't have a prayer. Paul's saying we got to. We got to be in prayer. He said, we anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and by supplication. We don't do anything. We don't do anything in secret time. You better be. I, I look at the structure, even on Wednesday nights, and it's, we've got a, a lot of stuff that we're trying to uh, kind of pack into two hours, hour and a half or so. And I looked at it, and I said, well, one thing that I can't move out of there is prayer. Uh-huh. Yeah. If we don't do anything else, yeah. we better learn how to This past week, and I'm going to ask somebody, so you better, you better start writing down a couple something. I asked last week, what's the, what's the one thing that you can add, add to the group, add to your daily activities? And what's one thing that you can think about? How many, how many groups you can add? One thing that I looked at, as I said in the morning, I need to make sure that I'm praying. That doesn't mean that I can't pray the rest of the day. But I need to start my day off. If I'm going to be who God needs me to be, then I need to start off. I'm not just talking about just to sit down and give God the 35 seconds. I'm not asking. I don't know how much prayer is all about. The right prayer. We've got to get away from this rope, this rope prayer. This, this prayer is just, okay, God, thank you. Move on. As long as we're doing that, there should be some growth in our prayer. Some growth in our prayer. My prayer life is not going to look like your prayer life right now. We all should have a prayer. Paul said that if you want peace, you better learn how to pray. If you want peace, you better, better learn how to be a prayerful person. Daniel, y'all know Daniel in the Old Testament, don't you? Daniel was part of that group that was taken in the Babylonian captivity. And, and, and Daniel, Daniel was known as a person that had a, a routine, not in a negative sense, but, but he was known as a person that prayed daily. Let me give you another one. He was accustomed, accustomed to prayer. Yeah. Meaning everybody around him knew that he was a prayer. Yeah. They knew that he prayed and he took prayer seriously. Yeah. And they prayed for people. At least three times. They, in fact, that's how they call it. They look at me. How many of us, when they think of us, and they can say, well, I know you're a prayer. He's a prayer person. When they 
that ever come up in the description of any of us? He's afraid of Hiroshima. Let's be honest, there'd be a, a lot of us, be a whole lot of descriptions that would come up before praying. Yeah. We'd be known as some, some cusses, we'd be known as some hell raisers, we'd be known about some us, a whole lot of other descriptive stuff before they come up. Yeah. And that's the of the church. Yeah. If anything, they should know that mom is a brand new one. Man, they man. The daddy and uncle, prayers, yeah. taught in communion. They knew they, they, they knew that this was Daniel's custom. They knew that he was a prayer. And they said, they said, look, there's no point catching. I don't know. You didn't catch a prayer. See, the decree went out that you cannot serve anybody. You cannot pray to anybody except King Darius, if I'm if I, and, and, and when the decree went out, Daniel said, no, 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 I'm still going to do God I have to. Well, he said, I want to be done and to prayer. I, I know the decree went out that, that anybody who crossed could be killed. Daniel said, I'm still going to do Paul says, if you want to have peace, this peace that they talk about in here, not that not the peace that the world thinks it can give. If you want to have real peace, you better, you better be known. You better be known in every prayer. And then when I look at this, when I look at this, this says to pray in a situation that we're to pray about everything. It says, look, pray about good things. Doctor, Doctor McGee, that's a very interesting. Thing. He, he said. He said, look, a lot of us look at it and say, well, I, don't want to, I don't want to pray about those things. I only want to give God good things. What's a big thing to God anyway? Yeah. <laughs> Everything you bring to God is a little thing to him. He's all powerful. All knowledge. He says, bring all your requests. Bring all your requests to him. Problem with us is we thought it was a little thing and it turned into it. A lot of stuff we should have been praying about a long, long time. This piece, this piece, this piece of, of God that Paul talks about, he said, I, I want you to understand that, that, that it, comes, it comes by way of prayer. Right. And then he said, It comes by way also of, of gracious spirit. Yeah. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And how many of us go down when we go in our prayer closets wherever we go? How many of us are already thinking? How many of us are already thinking God? Answer the prayers in whatever way he's going to answer. Paul was saying that for many of us, the reason we don't have peace is because our prayer life, we don't know what our prayer life, and part B to that is not faith. We didn't have a faith spirit out of us. In this right here, we, we, we find, I believe it's in the third chapter, we talked about the bells. I mean. but, but there's those that are discontent. It talks about the bellies. It talks about those our appetites are such. We're not content unless such an appetite 
what the world has for us. We don't have a faithful spirit. Look, there were ten. There were ten left, right? There were ten left. Uh, in the in, in, in Jesus, Jesus healed these ten left. There was one that came back to say thank you. He was Yes. One came back to say thank you. You made a difference in my life. And Jesus looks at him. He said, "When you come to that, that's evidence of the faith you have to go be." We've got to be honest with it. And many of us, we lack the evidence of salvation. He says, he says you've got to have peace. You've got to have peace that comes to those that are the prey that comes to those that are gracious. And then Paul says, you've got to understand that his peace is God's peace. It's God's peace. Look at 7. And the peace of God. Again, the problem with many of us is we've gone elsewhere to try to get this peace. We've gone everywhere but to God. Raise your hand. A lot of us thought peace was wrapped up in saints. We thought peace was wrapped up in pain. We thought peace was wrapped up in how big our house is and how big our house was. But we thought peace would come if we could just get, get one more call, one more brand new call. We thought peace would come if we just get that one promotion and one title. Life is talking us and teaching us that doesn't bring peace. Yeah. Nothing wrong with any of that. I don't, don't, don't go sell your house right now. Pastor says so. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is we can catch up our joy in life around those things. Paul says this peace that I'm talking about, only God, only God can give. Only God can give us this peace. How many of us really believe that it was just the next step that was going to get us the tranquility that we thought? How many of us said, you know what, if we just get this, oh, this right here, this hurt, if I just get this promotion, if I just get this title, if I can just preach one more time on this? Paul is saying, I learned to be. Yeah. I learned to have happiness or joy in the state that I need. Yeah. You can't get Paul this way. Paul writes this from jail. Yeah. Paul writes this from prison. He said, I'm okay for oh, yeah. Because my joy is not wrapped up in the circumstance, but it's wrapped up in the relationship. Yeah. Gonna have a relationship with peace. This peace, this peace, it comes, it comes, it comes from. This peace, this, this peace, it's come by prayer. It comes by grace. It comes only, only from God. 
And we also see that this peace is And the peace of God, which surpasses all of us. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Because this peace is from God, it surpasses all. Paul said, he said, if you want, if you want peace. If you want peace, you've got to understand the peace that you get from God, the world doesn't want anything about it. Yeah. The world didn't give it, and the world can't take it. You have the peace of God. You can go to Yeah. 
perfect. Lady, lady, I, I can remember it some, some, some tough times in my own life. I knew that I was giving stuff to the Lord when I was starting to Still had some mess. Still had some struggles on this side. Still had some struggles on this side. I was able to settle in my own spirit. And that was looking. That was showing up supernatural. That's the peace that I'm talking about. That's the peace that Paul is talking about. He said it surpasses all. Understand. Yeah. That's what the world cannot do. That's what drugs cannot do. Look, I, I, I'm not an expert. I ain't too good to them. I ain't too good to some of y'all, too. <laughs> Look, there was some stuff that we did and some, and some of us. Look, that's some stuff that we did in order to get that same feeling we had to do more. I'm not after anybody, not after anything. I'm just telling you, I'm telling you what it is. All right, now, what is it? We don't continue. And it was never meant to make us contained. Addictions and all that. And I'm not, I'm not an expert. This person, I'm not an expert. Seeking comfort, seeking peace from things that were never meant to give that to us. Yeah. And I'm talking, I'm talking not just to young people, but I'm talking to some folks, and I see some unrestlessness, and I see it sometimes even in myself. I, I try to get folks to understand and see what they've leaned on in the past. And I do the same thing in my life. And, and, and I try to, to get to the point that, that we understand that, look, I, and I'm not here to bash you. I'm here to love you. But, but it does not work for you for 25 years. And stop believing that it's going to give you the peace that you need. If you've been putting all your eggs into one basket, if you've been thinking that if I could just get that one more, one more woman, all right. If I give you one more man, right. you know, it'll make it better than I'm saying it in the first 15. <laughs> All this saying is, it's supernatural. When God gives you peace, it passes all of this thing. The world can't do it. Look at all the technology. There's nothing wrong with medicine. Nothing wrong with meditation. Nothing wrong with yoga. I, I like yoga. Nothing wrong with any of that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with counseling. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'm telling you. Oh, the old folks do something. They do something that provides peace. They knew that if they put their trust in that healing, yeah. but Almighty God, yeah. that He could fix them. He could fix them. We're reminded that we are kept in a perfect peace when our mind, mind stayed. 
That's not saying what is your what is your mind locking on today? How many of us right now are even thinking about living into the scripture like that? How many of us came into church with our minds mind stayed on stayed on me? Heart and mind is not really separate, it points 
our entire inner person. Who's missing out on the inner peace? Who's guarding of their heart and their mind? It only comes from the relationship with Christ. And knowing and trusting the cross, yeah. trusting the Calvary, right. truly makes a difference. Right. The story, the story goes. I believe it's in my notes. They said a young, they say a young child, yeah. a young child is crying. He had tears, tears in his eyes. He went to his father. He was in his office to And the young man, he had tears, tears rolling, big, big crack of eyes. He had, in one hand, he had his favorite thing. In his other hand, he had his favorite and the, and the young and the young child was, was tearfully crying. He was, he was going to put his his father. His father, in a loving way, he, he, he took, took the stuff that he was working on and put it to his son. He asked his son, he asked his son to give him, give him away. Father, the father took that bag and he took that wheel. With one fist, he got that wheel. Yeah, yeah. He handed that bag and Back to his son. The son wiped his tears and went on and got his way. I've said many of us, we're at the point in life where, where the wheel has come off the back. I mean, we're at the point in life where there's so much there's no shame. There's no shame in that. Yeah. The problem with many of us is we've given our wagon and we've given our wheels to the wrong people. We've given our wagons and our wheels to those that do not know about the wagons. Yeah. It's not that big. If we're truly God's children and we truly believe he is who he said he is. Yeah. We've got to start doing our work in the hands. In our knees. Allow him to put that stuff together. Allow us to move on. Does that make sense? Regarding his heart, a peaceful mind. Peace comes to those that are praying. Pray in our prayer. Peace comes only from God. And peace is supernatural. Of all As the deacons, maybe somebody, maybe somebody here knows something about the broken land. Somebody fix the things. I'm here to tell you, 
Guarded heart, peace of mind. Philippians 4 62. Peace comes to those that pray and they have a gracious spirit. Peace is from God and it's His to give. And peace is supernatural. And finally, peace is the God give me, thank you for when I ask you to see when I use it. The praying is now for God. We're both static. There's no distractions from the the word, hearing of the word of God. We're praying, we're praying that even then, the word is making a difference, it's working on our hearts. We should keep God continues to use us. Thank you, Father God, for making us up. Thank you, Father God, for making us start to know you. Grace, mercy, truth. Rest, rule, abide now, henceforth, and forevermore. Let us say it together. Amen. 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 Let's uh, thank you all. Thank you. Let's do this real quick.